2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 16 through 33. I repeat, let no one think me foolish, but even if you do, accept me as a fool, so that I too may boast a little. What I am saying with this boastful confidence, I say not as the Lord would, but as a fool. Since many boast according to the flesh, I too will boast. For you gladly bear with fools, being wise yourself, for you bear it. If someone makes slaves of you, or devours you, or takes advantage of you, or puts on airs, or strikes you in the face, to my shame, I must say, we were too weak for that. But whatever anyone else dares to boast of, I am speaking as a fool, I also dare to boast of that. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they offspring of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am a better (laughs) one. I am talking like a madman with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings, and often near death. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea, on frequent journeys, in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, Danger at sea, danger from false brothers, in toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak? Am I not weak? Who is made to fall? And I am not indignant? If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, he who is blessed forever, knows that I am not lying. At Damascus, the governor under King Aretas was guarding the city of Damascus in order to seize me. But I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped his hands. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Paul got that <laughs> spicy spice on right. today. <laughs> right. He's like, he's really worked he's up. He's like, you want to be an idiot and <laughs> boast about stuff? Like, you know, I'll hop in the ring yeah, exactly. uh, and then he just totally goes to town. And I, I love this, like, you know, uh, where does it start? Okay. Danger from rivers, danger from, from robbers, da- danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea. It's like, and that's not even all of them. It's I know. Like, I know. So good. And he starts the whole thing with that, uh, Pauline sarcasm. sarcasm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I just know. so it's like. Oh, you're so brilliant that you put up with yeah, God yeah, yeah. Uh, while they yeah. exploit with fools while they exploit you. Yeah, and it's here, like, buddy. yeah, I know. Yeah. And he says, but I was even too weak um, to do that and lift myself up and abuse you. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. shame on me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For too, being too uh, a, weak to be like these false apostles. Yeah. So obviously, obviously an eventful day on ODR. Right. An eventful passage. Um, and so Paul, he's coming off the heels of yesterday's passage um, he, he's addressing false apostles in the mm-hmm. church. And, you know, one of the, I think an important thing to know is one of the claim or not really claims, one of the allegations or whatever gossipy things going around about Paul mm-hmm. is that he kind of sucks at public speaking mm-hmm. and he's like an unimpressive person face to face. Yeah, And he, he mentions that yesterday in verse six, even if I'm unskilled in speaking, I'm not so knowledge. Right. Um, even though I read something recently that's like he was unskilled in the rhetoric of the day. So in some mm-hmm. ways I think, I wonder if it, 
Like I kind of imagined, like, is he just like fumbling around? Like, can he not put his words together? Like what yeah, is the thing? But it's yeah. like, he obviously is coming with truth in this writing. So who knows how well he could deliver it. But I think there was a certain mm. style of rhetoric. And then you think about good speakers now who speak in rhetoric and it can be very persuasive. And yet, if you think about it, you're like, wait, what, what yeah, are you saying? Yeah, yeah. Is there yeah. any substance here? So yeah. it's interesting to think about. Yeah. So nonetheless, he, he faced a lot of this, you know, like he, he was kind of like cast aside by some of these or, or put down by a lot of these false right. teachers who right. were preaching a false gospel mm -hmm. about a false Jesus. And very eloquently, like, Paul, apparently. like that guy, he doesn't even know how to <laughs> speak yeah. in public. Yeah. And so, you know, he, he's kind of like with this holy jealousy for God's people, he, he's like, okay, you want to like, you're, you're an impressive guy. Uh -huh. Like, you know, I'm more impressive. Like right. I, you know, and, and on your scale, I cover more of the boxes, but guess what? Yeah, I don't I care. This, uh -huh. I boast in the things that that show my weakness. It's so. like he starts by boasting and like kind of meeting them head on with the like, um, you know, are you are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Like Abraham, got it. Like yeah. all these kind of big categories of like ethnically, religiously, covenantally, like he's matched equally mm -hmm. matched. But then he goes into boasting, and I think this is uh so important. He boasts in weakness, which. I saw um, D.A. Carson says about this passage, we might have expected, and these also, these false apostles might have expected Paul um, to say, I've written more books, I've traveled more um, places, I've established more churches, I've raised more money, like yeah. these kinds of like strengths um, going toe to toe with him. But he immediately shifts the game, so to speak, from strengths to boasting all of these weaknesses mm -hmm. of his laying down his life. For them, which to me harkens back to the Good Shepherd again, where Jesus was like, How do you know the difference between the Good Shepherd and the hired hand? It's the Good Shepherd lays down his life Absolutely. for his sheep. So, all of this, these um, things that Paul then recounts, is like just evidence of how mm -hmm. far he's gone to lay himself down for the sake of the gospel. Absolutely. So, there's a weird little story reference in the end here Ooh. from Acts 9, okay. in which he, you know, he recounts this story. So Paul, he he mentions from like 30,000 foot view, like, mm -hmm. you know, the time that he was stoned and presumed dead and then like mm -hmm. gets back up and goes back into the city. But he doesn't really tell a story. He just like mentions being stoned, mentions being beaten by rods, mentions all this stuff. But then he tell, he briefly tells a story starting in uh, verse 32 of this time um, when he was in Damascus and mm -hmm. they were looking for him mm -hmm. and he escaped the city like basically he was like lowered in a basket. I've heard this preached on by Joel Brooks, my pastor in Birmingham, the Redeemer, mm. um, who's amazing. And kind of his take on, on this was that that was actually, and, and he kind of had this whole, you know, 40 minute excerpt on it. Sure. But, uh, but basically like this was a moment of great, like cowardice and shame for Paul, uh, mm. like the time that he like, ran oh, from opposition the, okay and he like snuck out of the city like hidden in like a little basket at yeah, night yeah and um and so this is kind of like what he turned so he says he like mentions all these things and he's like no i'm gonna boast in my weakness and he, he like tells the story and then tomorrow he's gonna you know the first words are i must go on boasting and it's a very famous passage tomorrow mm -hmm. where paul talks about boasting in weakness and, you know, I think this is a good word 
for our church because um, Christ's covenant, like there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of things Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And um, it's so easy to regard one another according to the flesh. Yes. Oh, like he's the CEO of blank. Right. He's a C-level executive at blank. Yeah. You know, she's like beautiful and has had six kids and like is a orange theory instructor and like whatever, (laughs) you know, like, like we all have these like different metrics. Um, And, you know, I think we, we all live in the city. It's just easy to get caught up in like Mm -hmm. this. I love Jesus. I boast in Jesus. He's like in my Instagram bio, Mm -hmm. but also, you know, I've done this and this and this. And it's really instructive to like, remember that in our weaknesses and in that like negative space in our life, that's where God's glory like really shines through. And that, you know, if we're a person who like lacks confidence that like it's actually God's strength might be more fully made known through our anxiety that we struggle with than, you know, some awesome thing that we've Right. And I think even um, in a place like Christ's covenant where we definitely have everything you described, but also like people who know a lot about the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, It can even be like boasting in your knowledge Mm -hmm. of the Bible, your theology, your, your, um, you know, how long, almost like your Christian pedigree of like where you've been and who you've studied and, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And yeah, even that is not, I mean, that's a, it's a privilege and it's a gift to know these things, but if it's not, um, but that's again, not where, Christ's power shows up or how it rests on us. It's mm-hmm. through our weakness and vulnerabilities. And um, it's, yeah, it's really interesting to think about like in my areas of weakness, um, sin that he has convicted me of and uh, situations he's redeemed, how the glory of God just shines in mm-hmm. those. There's no other explanation because otherwise yeah. it could be my own, you know, Absolutely. mind or Absolutely. exercising of my, Christian faith, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think just to close, it's like, how do we get there? Like, how do we yeah. actually believe that and align ourselves with Paul's way of thinking here? And I think it really is having a toweringly high view of the work of Jesus and mm-hmm. what he's done, mm-hmm. that none of the great things about us, like nothing on our pedigree, nothing on our resume, nothing that someone would write in a book about us, none of that could even begin to stack up next to the work right. of Jesus. Right. Um, but instead, my weakness and my frailty magnifies God's patience and kindness towards me. And mercy. So much yeah. so that I would rather boast in those things, mm-hmm. which magnify the greatness of Jesus. I'd rather boast in those things than boast in these things that don't even begin to hold pennies next to Jesus Christ. Amazing. Amen. Well, for Jennifer McClesh, this is Will Carlisle. We're going to see you tomorrow as we continue through 2 Corinthians on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. 
We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.